Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. And if you've never heard my show before, I am coming to you completely undiagnosed and unmedicated with adult ADD. I teach, I challenge, I go big, and I'm hungry, starving for more in life. I am more passionate about what I don't know than what I do know. And today's podcast is about change. Do you need to make a change? Do you need to change some things in your life for the better? And if you are one of these people, I would say, well, you are normal. It is normal for us to want or desire changes in our life. But sometimes it's the, it's the hardest thing we can do. We get stuck in what psychologists call status quo bias. And we have this struggle in our mind because we want change, but we're not really willing to make a change. So today I'm going to give you something insightful that may help you actually accomplish the change you desire. It's called the behavior chain. And if you've never heard of this before, I think you're going to find this insightful. And I'm going to give you several different applications of the behavior chain. So you can use this both individually and professionally. And what I think is most exciting about this psychology is that it applies to all facets of our life, be it personal or be it on the job. And here's the, I guess, the question that I want you to consider. How can you improve without changing? What is the definition of insanity? Well, I heard it was doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. <laughs> doing the same thing over and over, yet expecting different results. That is the definition of insanity. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. And if it's not enough of something in life, well, guess what? Look in the mirror. It's what you're doing or not doing that's giving you whatever reality you have in life right now. So I think change is, well, it's the opportunity in life. And we don't know where a change will lead us. Changing a zip code may expose us to new people. And new people may expose us to new opportunity. And new opportunity may expose us to newfound success. We don't know what a change will bring. And I am one of those people that believe in change for the sake of changing, meaning that we have to 
increase our change velocity in order to get the most out of life. I shared a story on one of these episodes of a little old lady that was going back to college late in life. And she said something that I thought was just so remarkable. If you turn 18 years old and lay in bed for an entire year, you will turn 19 years old. Think about that for a moment. You can do nothing and you're still going to turn the next page in your life. Or you can decide to embrace change and see what life provides you. See what you can get because you don't know what's around the next corner. You don't know what the next opportunity will bring for you unless you take the time to change. Could be changing how you do something. It could be changing when you do something. But it's most likely changing what you do and what you expose yourself to that will give you the blessings and the opportunities that life has for us. I want you to think about life as a, as a, as a liquid and you are the sponge. You are the paper towel. How do you soak up as much life as you can? Well, it's through experiences and experiences are rich with change because you never know what the next change will provide you. So here's a question. Why do you keep doing that? Whatever it is that you want to stop doing, why do you keep doing it anyway? And do you have behavior patterns that you want to change? If you are like most people, you struggle with behavior or lack of these behaviors that hold you back or limit success in various life areas. Hmm. You want to lose weight, but you cannot ignore the donuts at the office. You want to save more money, but you cannot resist the sale at the electronics store. <laughs> Sound familiar? This type of cognitive dissonance is present in Everyone, you are not alone and you are not dysfunctional. Let me say that again. If you're struggling with change, you are not alone and you are not dysfunctional. You are human. Everyone struggles with the things that you are struggling with. We think we're so different. We think we're so isolated. People, we are 99.999% the same. We all struggle with the same issues, maybe different degrees and maybe at different times, but we all have the same insecurities and we all have the same opportunity. Doesn't mean we're going to be successful with the opportunity, but we have the opportunity. As a business coach, I look for causation and behavior patterns that prevent people from achieving business goals. But guess what? The same psychology applies to other facets of our lives. Understanding your behavior chain is the first step to breaking a bad habit 
or achieving success in life. And I want to share with you the stages of a behavior chain. And I'm going to share with, with you several times during this episode. So the stages in a behavior chain are a trigger, then a thought, then an action, and finally a consequence. The stages in a behavior chain are a trigger, something triggers us, then we have a thought about that trigger, then we take action, and then there's a consequence. Let's go back to the donut. You walk through the break room and you see a box of Krispy Kremes sitting on the table. You are triggered. And you think, oh man, man, I'm hungry. And those, those Krispy Kremes are really, really good. Hmm. And then you have that micro argument with yourself and you rationalize and you justify and you walk over and you take action. You open the box and say, one donut, not a big deal. I'll work out extra or I'll eat better later. And then you live with the consequence. Guilt, shame, added calories, whatever they are, you live with it. So that's the behavior chain. And guess what? All behavior chains have one thing in common. They begin with a trigger. Hmm. And finding motivation is the best way to change your behavior. Your brain becomes triggered by feelings and emotions. It all goes back to feelings and emotions. I'm hungry. That donut looks good. In sales training, I teach people to look for triggers in potential buyers. And guess what? A trigger is behind every sale and every buying decision. Something triggered a person to act. And here's an example. You see a deal on mattresses while driving and you pull over to make a purchase. And what's crazy, what's crazy is minutes earlier, a bed was not even on your mind. Something triggered you to begin the behavior chain. And there's all sorts of triggers in life. Triggers can be environmental, meaning they're around us, like an advertisement or a billboard. They can be biological. Your stomach can rumble. Your mouth can salivate. They can be a mental trigger. You just think of something and all of a sudden now it's a big deal. It wasn't a big deal an hour ago, but now it's a big deal. And then you can have emotional triggers. Positive ones and negative ones. The death of a loved one. Getting married. Having a child, those are emotional triggers. And then you can have social triggers. Social triggers are things like peer pressure. What is everybody else in society doing? And the most significant social trigger in our life today is social media. I mean, look on social media. Everyone's got life figured out. Everything's got, everyone seems to have this beautiful life. And you're like, man, I don't have that. 
my life isn't like theirs. Guess what? They have the same issues you do. And successful salespeople utilize multiple triggers to move someone along on the buying journey. It can be taught. It's a skill that good salespeople know how to implement and know how to utilize with a potential buyer. Here's another application. In workplace safety, triggers are an essential component in changing human behavior. And one of the biggest social triggers is peer pressure. And they're really effective and useful in guiding behavior on the job. So here's an example. Let's talk about old Joe. Old Joe never wore a seatbelt while operating a forklift in the past. And for those of you who don't know, that's required by OSHA regulations. You have to wear a seatbelt when you're operating a forklift, especially because if it tips over, it keeps you in the seat so you don't get crushed by the heavy forklift itself. So OSHA says you have to wear a seatbelt. But where Joe worked, no one enforced it. And he was on and off the forklift so much, he said, you know what, I'm just not going to wear it. So he didn't wear the forklift seatbelt in the past. But in his new position with the new company that he's just arrived at, everyone else wears a seatbelt. Well, guess what? That social trigger will likely trigger him to change his behavior. Make sense? And ironically, this also works in reverse. Let's say Joe always wore his forklift seatbelt in the past. Now, on his new job, none of his coworkers are wearing seatbelts. Hmm, I think you know where this is going. Joe is likely to skip the seatbelt to be accepted by his new peer group. Making sense? So here's another trigger. Authority is a trigger. People like to follow people who are already, well, following the same prescription or the same ideology. So guess what? It is a, it is a form of passing the responsibility for decision-making to other people. If we like to follow other leaders, if we like to follow other people, people in authority, it means we do not have to make the decision. They will make the decision for us, and it actually reduces our mental stress. I don't have to decide what color the party's going to be. I don't have to decide any of that. Just let someone else decide. And providing supervisors in the workplace with content and knowledge establishes them as an authority. And leveraging the authority trigger is a powerful enhancement for leading human behavior change in the workplace. In my behavior-based safety training, I teach supervisors how to leverage personal stories and anecdotal information to trigger employee safe behavior. Here's an example. There's a story about a supervisor nearly killing an employee due to a faulty scaffolding failure and subsequent 40-foot fall. That story is powerful alone. However, once they learn the supervisor was the employee's father, Oh my goodness, they become triggered. They become triggered. So trust, trust is the most potent trigger when it comes to selling. 
If people do not trust you, they will not buy from you. It is that simple. I teach salespeople to resist the urge to close until they have earned a potential buyer's trust. And premature attempts to close are one of the major failure points in a buyer's journey. So if you're in sales, sometimes slowing the sales process down to earn trust is a powerful method to improve and close more deals. Now, on the other hand, simplification, in other words, making things simple, simplification is the most effective way to trigger desired behavior on the job. And guess what? It works with our children. And yes, your potential buyer. People are looking for simple solutions, and a complex and complicated answer is a turnoff. Because the decisions consume too many mental calories. We're lazy in our brains. We don't want to think about it that hard. Let's just do something simple. And too much information creates what I call the curse of knowledge. In other words, we know so much, we think we have to throw all this information out for people to make a decision, and it's wrong. Keep it simple. They don't need a detailed explanation about whatever. The more simple you keep it, the more likely you are to get compliance. Because cognitive friction, cognitive friction is that friction in the brain. I mean, it, it slows down our thinking, prevents action. It's like looking at a slide with two bullet points or looking at a slide with a complicated math problem. Most people look at the math problem and just give up in a matter of seconds. I'm not even going to try to solve that. It's, it's too much. So never try to sell your product as complicated to make yourself sound like an expert. And if you're a teacher or a coach, never try to make your information sound complicated in order to make yourself look smart. People will pay more money for a simple solution as opposed to something more complex. And I'm a huge fan of the Albert Einstein quote. He said, if you can't explain something in its simplest of terms, then you don't understand it well enough. <laughs> How cool is that? Now, leadership, sales, and behavior-based safety are all rooted in what I call a chain analysis. Now, let's see how that applies to you. Psychologists call this a functional analysis. And when you help someone discover all the links in a behavior chain that ultimately resulted in the problem or the desired behavior, they start to connect the dots in their minds. They understand that there's a trigger. They understand that they're thinking because of the trigger. And they understand that they're taking action because of the thoughts in their head. And they start to think about the consequences proactively. Hmm. Here's an example. Identify the situation you are in, the thoughts you're experiencing, and the feelings you have just before engaging in that behavior. If you do this, you increase awareness about the factors that put you at risk for problem behavior. An example might be habitual eating. Why do I eat out of habit? I'm not even hungry. Or the, the well, we were all taught at some point in our lives to finish your food. Well, guess what? If you're not hungry, you can stop eating. 
you have the best ability to intervene early on and prevent your own behavior in the future. So, for fun, let's go back to the mattress. Here's the example. I think this will stick with you. This will be your trigger. You saw a store is having a sale on bedding. So you are triggered to pull over and take a look. Now a skilled sales professional will take you along the behavior chain intentionally. Remember, the behavior chain is the trigger, thought, action, and consequence. So she will ask you, what is it like sleeping on your current mattress? <laughs> what problems are you having with your current mattress? How does it feel every night? How old is your current mattress? I wonder how many skin cells are built up on the surface of your mattress. What are you looking for in a new bed? If she's smart, she will evoke as many thoughts about the current mattress as possible because she's preparing you. Because next she will prepare you to take action. She might ask questions like, how important is a good night's sleep for you? And how often do you feel tired and underproductive in the afternoon? How will a better mattress give you better rest? And how will better rest change your life? She's pretty good, huh? So you think to yourself, she really understands my problem. She understands what I'm going through. While she's doing this, she's building your trust. And while she's building your trust, she points out a lovely model that fits all of your desires. And listen to what she says. She says, this mattress is what I use personally, and it has changed my life. <laughs> she says, this mattress is what I use personally, and it has changed my life. So now you consider the consequences of a new bed. You see the $2,000 price tag bite and ask, how much is it on sale? Listen to her response. She tells you, that's a great question. Let me do some calculations. She tells you, because it's on sale at 50% off, the mattress will only cost you the equivalent of $2.74 per day for a year. $2.74. Wow. You can't buy Starbucks coffee for $2.74. $999 is the new price. It's a small price to pay for a good night's sleep and feeling rested all day. She skillfully, skillfully takes you from the trigger to the consequences on the behavior chain. And listen to her close. She closes by telling you they will deliver for free and dispose of your old mattress. She asks, how would you like to pay today? <laughs> so I hope you can tell that the behavior chain is persistent in human psychology. And you can use it to break bad habits. You can use it to lead others and help buyers make a decision. Remember, it all starts with a trigger in someone's mind. 
So I want you to listen to this. In my training that I do with, with adults, with professionals, I use 15 triggers to begin the behavior chain with participants. And you might say, John, why so many? Here's the thing. Not everyone responds to the same stimuli the same way at the same time. And multiple triggers during a learning experience appeal to each participant differently. And training is successful when you have numerous behavior chains occurring simultaneously at the same time and sequentially during the event. And here's the kicker. They never know you are following a process. So remember the behavior chain. The behavior chain is trigger, thought, action, and consequence. If you remember those four things in order, you will understand the behavior chain. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. You'll get notifications when I drop new episodes. But more than that, I want you to share this podcast with people you love, people that you think would find value in this. And if you want to get a hold of me, if you want to respond to this podcast or any other of my episodes, go to www.johngrubs.com. There's a way for you to interact with me there. You can send me an email. Just uh, you know, just get in touch. You can call my, my office number's there anyway too. Uh, but you can download a free book. You can see tons of information that I have posted on that site. There's a link to YouTube videos so you can continue the learning there. But I want you to remember this podcast is about going big in life, and sometimes going big means breaking difficult habits. If it's eating better, if it's going to the gym, if, if, if it's whatever, this podcast is about going big. And if it can help one person, you know, we, we've got listeners all over the world. If it can help one person get better, then I think this podcast episode has done its duty. Until next time. <laughs>